Hello, everyone, and welcome back to that one time we read manga, where we read manga so you don't have to, but uh, please still do. Uh, my name is Tim, and a fun fact from me this week is the famous basketball player Shaquille O'Neal has made almost 12,000 baskets in his entire career. It's a long career. Exactly one of those baskets was for three points. He has never made other than one three-pointer. <laughs> Whoa. That was back in 96. <laughs> wow. That's weird. Uh, yeah, so I just thought that was fun. It is, it's a fun fact. It is a fun fact, Tim. Hey, everybody. My name is Duncan. Welcome to the podcast. Uh, I, I have a fun fact for this week, and it's a weird one. So... Because of when you were a baby and you put so many things in your mouth, you can look at any object and know what it would feel like to put in your mouth. That is a weird fun. Oh Try it out God. at home. Just look at stuff and think, what would that feel like in my mouth? And you know. Your brain will tell you. <laughs> I'm looking at a gun right now. Like, really? John, John, no, no. <laughs> mm. All right. Man, I still Delicious. smell my fart. Alright, hey everybody, my name is John, and uh, speaking of farts, uh, I've been talking about nutrition a lot lately, and uh, I'd like to share with you my favorite uh, breakfast recipe, uh, if you happen to have leftover steaks, or steak in general. Um, big fan of like sirloin or like ribeye, but uh, so this morning I had steak and eggs, uh, but the kicker here is cooking them both on the same surface. So you're using leftover steak at this point. Uh, use leftover steak, cut it up into little bits, throw it in the pan or the griddle, whatever you got, cook the eggs over the steak. And then the kicker is salt, pepper, and salsa verde. If you don't know what that is, that's the green salsa that uh, often gets put on like tacos and stuff. But cook that into the steak and eggs and you have yourself a fantastic way to start the day. Sounds good. I love it, it does sound good. Uh, hey, my name's Nate, and uh, my fun fact is that that gun's not going to provide you any nutritional value, so just don't. <laughs> That's it. Hmm. Yeah. Some iron. You will stop gaining weight. I will I will tell you that. You will probably lose a significant amount. <laughs> stop weight. gaining weight, yeah. <laughs> I hate this. I hate this. <laughs> if you want to lose... It's a bad idea. <laughs> if you want to lose weight, hear what I got for you. I, I shouldn't have even brought this up. I knew it was a bad photo. Doctors hate him. <laughs> oh, doctors no. hate this proven technique. One out of ten doctors oh, no. recommend it. One out of one, Nate, is super okay. uncomfortable. <laughs> oh, my God. Three out of four podcast hosts are fucked up. Um, Almost. Almost. Okay. So, hey, fellas, this week. This week, we uh, read chapters 581 through 597 of One Piece. Hey, we're back. Um, and this is the, the post-war arc. Um, so, I have our little TLCR on it. Uh, <clears throat> here we go. The world is plunged into chaos after the events of the Paramount War. Pirates from all over the world have taken Whitebeard's last words as the rally rallying cry to take to the seas. Meanwhile, the more powerful pirates in the world, such as Blackbeard, are vying for Whitebeard's old territories. Uh, the Navy is in full damage control mode as they search for Luffy, who happens to be hiding out on Amazon Lily with Jim Bay and Trafalgar Law. Unable to cope with the loss of his brother, Luffy is in full self-destruct mode, uh, 
basically damaging his body against trees and rocks and anything he can find, including Jinbei, until Jinbei finally, like, basically power bombs him and snaps him out of it, reminding him that Luffy still has his crew uh, to fight for. Uh, meanwhile, Ray, uh, Silver King Rayleigh arrives uh, and decides that he is going to train Luffy. Um, yeah, after he decides he's going to train Luffy in the ways of hockey to make him more powerful because he, you know, uh, tells him that going back to Sabody Archipelago would essentially be a death sentence for him and his crew at this point. Uh, in order to enact this plan and make sure the rest of the crew gets the message that are scattered around the world, Luffy and Rayleigh raid Marine Ford again, uh, ringing the ox bell 16 times and observing a moment of silence, seemingly for Ace and Whitebeard. Uh, but there seems to be a secondary message to Luffy's raid, and it's going to be seen tattooed on his arm uh, with 3D crossed out and 2Y written underneath it. Uh, so... And that's that's where we left off, is a message for the crew. And they all understood it. They all saw the papers around the world, and they were like, got it, two years from now, back at Sabody. So, um, and I didn't put in the TLCR, but we also get uh, about, what is it, almost ten chapters of Luffy's uh, backstory as a kid, how him and Ace met and their adventures uh, when they were 10 and 7 years old, respectively. Yeah, well, yeah I almost forgot about that. <laughs> mm. Yeah, it's uh, it's one of those things where it's like, after the absolute fucking mess that Marine Ford just was, it's easy to forget. Um, it's it's easy to forget, like, the, not little stuff, but the other stuff that comes, like, immediately afterwards. Because I, I had to read through these chapters twice, because I was like, I don't remember... Almost anything that happened. I'm emotional and I can't retain it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, basically. Um, so what? I mean, what did you guys? What did you guys think? Was it kind of like a little bit of a whiplash going from the craziness of the war to this, or was this almost exactly what you were expecting coming out of out of the war? I thought that this was to be expected from Oda, just based on all of his uh, previous timeline. Uh, the way yeah. that he had has flowed through his timeline, it totally makes sense uh, to go from something that's super emotional to something that's more just like lore and backstory. Okay. Um, yeah, I, I experienced it in a couple of different ways. Uh, Tim, you mentioned that you read it, had to read it twice. Um, so to provide a little bit of context, uh, I was adamant last arc to, uh, watch and read the entire last arc. Um, I was, I got addicted to watching it afterwards. So I decided that I was going to watch forward. But then when I realized it was all just like fucking backstory, I skipped all the way to the next arc. Um, I didn't go far in that only like an episode or so, but I say that to say, when I got back to starting to read it and getting into that, I was like, this is going to be like a whole recording worth of backstory. And I was actually kind of dreading it a little bit. Um, that's not the case, obviously. Uh, and it's actually a lot less backstory than I expected. But when I actually went in there and read it, um, yeah, it, it was good. It was, it was good and necessary backstory, but I think it was trying to express a little bit more of like, why should you care about Ace's death and why are some of the dialogue pieces important from uh, Marineford? 
Um, but for me, I was I was already ready to move on. Like, yeah, uh, Marine Ford was Trump traumatic and uh, sucked for all of us. Um, but I I w- I'm ready to just go ahead and keep on trucking because I know that's going to happen. Obviously, towards the end of this, you see that. Hmm. Well, I just liked seeing where the rest of the crew was. That was cool. Um, and the whole time, I, 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 you can't tell in the picture that he has the 3D crossed out with the 2Y. Um, in the little flyer that they have, like, I couldn't tell it at first. And I was like, hold up. He doesn't normally have, like, a tattoo there. Is that, like, some sort of Ode to Ace thing? And then when it showed 3D2Y, I was like, that's actually pretty smart. Because he just called a ruck. He just caused a ruckus just so he could get on the fucking news to show that in the newsletter. Yeah. I was like, that's kind of fun. Yeah, strangely uh, thought out for Luffy. And, I mean, let's be honest, Rayleigh probably came I was going to say, it was either but... Jim's <laughs> yeah. or Rayleigh's idea. I couldn't remember whose it was. Yeah, yeah. It had it. It's one of them. I mean, Luffy's like again. Luffy's almost like Goku, where he's battle smart, kind of, but he's not plan ahead and and think about it all that much. <laughs> yeah, he just knows how to fight. He just knows how to fight. Um. So yeah, this was uh. Yeah, the, the kind of what Duncan said. This is kind of par for the course for Oda, where we get this like big traumatic long arc overarching. And I mean, you can argue that this has been going on pretty much since Impel Down. This has all been building, um, through Marine Ford and all this stuff. Uh, and now we kind of see the implications of that from the rest of the world. And the first thing that I mean is drawn attention to is the power vacuum that. Whitebeard has left, mm-hmm. and now everybody's fighting for that spot, and the Navy can't do anything about it. Like, and they're just running around like crazy. Um, I think in one of the earlier chapters too, Sengoku, the fleet admiral, gets a report about what actually happened at Impel Down, uh, and like Blackbeard almost killed Magellan. Like he's he's literally on Death's Door, the big poison warden, mm. or the venom ve- the venom venom fruit guy. Um, who poisons people for some reason? Because <laughs> he likes it. Um, he likes it. I don't know, but yeah, he's like on death's door, and they're like, if he could move, he'd kill himself. And he's like, don't let him do anything stupid like that. He goes, but and then they find out like, not just the people that joined Blackbeard's crew escaped from level six. Like everybody escaped from level six. Blackbeard made them all fight to the death. Yeah. Um, so they either they either died or were freed, and so. They're all out in the world, and Sengoku's freaking out, and then the guy's like, uh, yeah, the world government told us not to cause a commotion about it, because then people would lose faith in the government. And he's like, are you fucking kidding me? Like, I, it was just, just the, to see the, uh, the, the trouble, uh, caused by stuff that, that was going on off screen was, uh, really cool, in my mind. Yeah, I thought it was a neat little peek behind the curtain. Yeah, I agree. Uh, I... Enjoyed the little bit of dialogue that uh, Dadan had with uh, um, Garp. Uh, that I, I actually oh, yeah. so I'm super glad that like obviously we were gonna read it anyways, but I'm glad that my first experience versus my second experience like because looking at it being just a flashback, I would have likely skipped over it. But since I'm uh, professionally obligated to read this, um, I, I I have to. 
So uh, I'm glad for that. You are officially paid to read. I am a professional comedian, influencer, podcaster, uh, something. Um, I'm a professional reader. No, I. Yeah. I'm. I'm glad to see like kind of the aftermath and what's happening uh, to the world and to the Navy officials. I mean specifically, Um, they're looking to appoint a new fleet admiral. Um, I mean. Fucking uh, Sengoku's gonna retire after a while. Uh, Garp got a lot of shit from uh, the Don because like he didn't protect Ace, um, yep. and and you can you can see like they mentioned in there that like Garp's dealing with it worse than anybody, which I don't think you can exactly see that he has the same fucking face. But yeah, uh, <laughs> Makino, the the barmaid that was friends with Luffy and Ace growing up, like says, like, can't you see he's hurting worse than anybody? And I'm like, I haven't seen Garp shed a single tear. Like, he doesn't even look sad. Truly a man's no, man. That's a manly man. He's 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 definitely like the One Piece boomer. <laughs> <laughs> so what? The closest thing to a grandson I had died. <laughs> Whatever. But you have. But you have a grandson right there. Yeah, you win some, you lose some. Yeah. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> um, yeah, Dedan being there at uh, at the bar to meet up with Garp. First of all, Garp just kind of shows up nonchalantly. And they're like, Garp, there's a pirate ship out there. He's like, oh, yeah. I, already I just blew it up. <laughs> I just blew it up. They were amateurs. And, it, and you know, it, that is something, too, to, to, like, realize, too. It's like I said in the TLCR, a lot of, like, People are just now getting into piracy thanks to Whitebeard confirming the existence of the One Piece. And, of course, thanks to Buggy streaming that throughout the entire world um, by stealing the transponder snail. So, that was fun. But, yeah, you're going to see that, like, in the East Blue, where Luffy got his start, there's still, like, amateur pirates just getting their start. Uh, Unfortunately, Garp happened upon them and their careers are probably over. But um, They all died. They might have all died. They're they, dead now. They're they're dead now. Uh, <laughs> yeah, you, you don't want to run into a Garp in the wild. No, definitely don't want to run into a wild Garp, but you might not have to for much longer because it sounds like Garp's retiring too. I feel like he's going to live to like 120. <laughs> yeah, but uh, Nate, what's up? What if, uh, what if Oda starts a new age of piracy by saying, I'm not going to finish One Piece but somewhere on this planet is the ending of One Piece. <laughs> Had to throw that in there. Uh, I, lo- I love that though. We, that was so much <laughs> fun. We would, we would, we would set sail and find it. I, I would quit my job and we would find a fucking. We would buy a ship and we would go. We could, we could probably all scrap some cash together for a pirate ship. Yeah, or we could just steal it because we're pirates. That right. too. I feel like, in all likelihood, we're not going to need a pirate ship. Probably just a plane ticket. Nah, that's not as fun. Shut up! Pirate ships are more fun. Yeah. I'm, okay. I'm yeah. That's... A cop car started out yeah. right. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I like that. <laughs> Grand Theft Auto style. Yeah. If if Luffy's always running, so can we. <laughs> the scalper the scalper market's gonna go crazy for the last chapter of One Piece. <laughs> oh my god! Yeah. Oh my. There's going to be so many bootleg chapters out there. Oh my god, that would be terrible. <laughs> I know. What if you just let AI know, write be. the last chapter? <laughs> it would be Come it would on. be awesome because AI is great and there's nothing wrong with it. Nothing wrong with it. Nothing. Sure. I just don't feel like it would capture the nuance that is the One Piece art style. Yeah. 
No, I mean, oh, fuck. You give it by the time he starts ending One Piece, maybe. I don't know. Fucking. I don't know. Bro, this 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 series has been going on for so long that it's not even over yet, and they're already remaking it. Like, <laughs> that's a good point. Yeah, that is think that about, is crazy. Think about that. <laughs> I mean, Dragon Ball had to end and then restart for that to happen. I mean, like when they made like Dragon Ball Z Kai. Um, yeah, I mean, they made that when Dragon Ball wasn't when it was done. Yeah, Dragon Ball Z was off the air for like ten years when Kai came out. Yeah, yeah. Uh, quick question before. It, oh God, sorry. No, nothing. I had nothing else. Well, before we get back into like the story, story aspects, I just want to get a feeler for uh, Brownbeard. Um, I thought that was pretty fucking lame. <laughs> I think that was a bit. I think that's a bit character that Oda was like. Oh, we got white beard. We got black beard. Here's brown beard. Yeah, Fuck. worth eighty million bil- or eighty million berries. That's so like three hundred chapters ago. <laughs> I know. Like Luffy, Luffy was worth more than him in like chapter a hundred. Yeah, I think it really also really does. Brown beard makes it sound like he's got shit all over his face. <laughs> Ew. Brown beard can't even. Oda jump. probably wa- <laughs> No, no, he can't. Zero Oda probably wanted to call. <laughs> Oda probably wanted to call him Shitface, but it's a kid's book, so he couldn't call him Shitface. <laughs> Honestly, that Four sounds kids. like, yeah, he could be called, like, Crapbeard or something. I could see Oda doing that. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah exactly. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I mean, you know, the, the story itself, there's really not a whole lot to it. The only real, like, story thing that happened is, is Luffy's backstory with Ace. Uh, everything else is more just like, this happened, and this happened, and then this happened. And then this happened. Um, like Doflamingo killing uh, Moria. That was that was a thing that happened. He's like, you're too weak to be a warlord. And he's like, oh, did Sengoku put you up to this? He's like, nope, higher than that. So someone in, like, the probably the five elders uh, yeah. wanted Moria, Moria killed. And Doflamingo's just crazy enough to not care enough to do it. Two things. Um... One, uh, am I the only one, like, did I not pay attention before, or am I, like, did we just discover that there's a commander-in-chief? I think that's new. I think that's new. I don't remember ever seeing that before, but, I don't uh, Home Slice was appointed to be the commander-in-chief, which I'm still not sure, I assume that's the highest, but I don't know. Who? Uh, I'll have to find it. Um, but, hey, I didn't, because we've met the five elders. Yeah. Seemingly are in charge. Yeah, there was one guy, and then there's God. then there's the fleet admiral who's in charge of the navy. Yeah, and, and they kind of work together. I don't remember commander. Oh, I very much remember that, but I'll find it as I'm asking my next question. Um, do we think Sabo is dead? Yeah. Uh, did it actually show him die or anything? Because I don't think he's dead. Sabo was the other. It was Ace's friend, right? Yeah, the other kid. He was the other kid. Yeah. He was he was the other he was the other brother that like just got introduced and it, it real quick about that. It's really funny to me when we read the first chapter and Luffy sets sail from his village. He doesn't say anything other than I'm going to be king of the pirates. But then as we're wa- reading the flashback of the same scene, he's like I'm going to like look at me go, Sabo. And I'm like he didn't say that. No, he didn't. I was there. <laughs> no, that got retconned for sure. I don't, no, but yeah, to answer your was... question, I don't think he's dead. I mean, they showed his ship blow up, but it's yeah. Oda we're talking about. A, a, he didn't yeah. die on a, on the page. We didn't see a body, so he's probably alive. We'll true. meet him later. Yeah, well, and, you know, but my whole thing is a celestial dragon 
basically just fucking shot. Yeah, him. fuck those guys. Like, what the, the fuck is this kid doing in front of my shit? Bang! <laughs> I can't stand Celestial Dragons. Yeah, they're dirtbags. They are the dirtbags of this series. <laughs> yeah, they're dirtbags. <laughs> I, I think I hate them because I see a lot of actual humanity flow through them. Because it's like, yeah, that I, I, I could totally see some rich asshole actually doing something like that from their huge yacht or something. Yeah, Jeff Bezos out there just fucking murking kids. Well, I don't know him like, specifically, oh, but just step like away from my yacht, un, bang, un, unnamed, <laughs> unidentified rich person. No, it's all fact. Jeff Bezos, <laughs> bang. <You know? laughs> Jeff Bezos, bang. <laughs> no, Fun fact. No, don't no, no. <laughs> <laughs> Our fun facts have become too powerful. We've canceled so many billionaires. <laughs> Finally. <laughs> Finally. Finally. Um, but yeah, no, I mean, it wouldn't surprise me if Sabo is still alive. It wouldn't surprise me at all. My my question would be, wh- where is he then? If he's not dead, where has he been this whole time? Has he just been like surviving out on his own? Is he fucking captured? Was he a slave? I could uh, see him being a slave. And, and then where is he going to come back? Like, I mean, it's been 10 years since he died. I figure... If I were Oda, I would have him be a slave cause, just because of that connection with the Celestial Dragons. And then they'll probably just randomly run into him and not even recognize him because it's been so long. And, but he'll recognize Luffy because it's Luffy. Oh, man. All right. I just had a scenario in my head. What if there is this place where there's a lot of Celestial Dragons, Luffy's pissed about the slavery thing, yada, yada, yada. But then you see this really scrawny dude, and he's like, Luffy and Luffy's like what Sabo? I'm gonna destroy all the celestial dragons. Yeah, <laughs> that would and, that and would then, be nuts. And then he goes on a celestial rampage and kills them all. Yeah, dude, a actually kills rampage. them. Yeah, <laughs> mm-hmm. just absolutely murders an entire class of people. Yeah, he just he just um, brandishes a knife and gum gum stabs everyone. <laughs> <laughs> Luffy. For the first time ever, pulls out a gun and just starts shooting. <laughs> he people. Can I could see him doing it from wherever he is. Gum gum guillotine, French Revolution style. Shit! Gum gum guillotine. Gum gum revolution. He's got a chef's knife and he's just going. Watch out! Watch out! Oh man, yeah, that would take a that would be a serious turn, and definitely one that like I don't think anybody would see coming. Like, oh, this fun little fun little rubber guy commits genocide. <laughs> Even if they are dirtbags, that's still an entire class of people you're wiping out. That's essentially genocide. <laughs> gum gum genocide. Um, yeah, I don't know. I'm, I'm, I'm curious to see. I'm curious to see. Uh, if Sabo's going to pop back up in the story, and if he is, where he is. Because at this point, it kind of serves as just more motivation for Luffy that not only could he not help the one brother when he was a kid, they didn't even know about it. Like, they weren't even there when Sabo was killed. Um, they had to hear about it from someone else. So he, he wasn't there for Sabo, and then he actually is there for Ace, and it still doesn't matter. Like, it, I don't know. To me, it, it serves as, like, a nice poetic motivation to for Luffy to get even stronger, because he just keeps losing people. Yeah. Yeah. 
I think he'll be a dweeb. I don't. I, yeah. I. I think if he's still alive, Saba. Um, I. I don't think he's gonna be like, whoa, look, we've all gotten so much stronger. I think he's gonna be a dweeb. Um, I don't. I, I don't know about that. Oh but, yeah, that's kind of what my thought process was too. Yeah. He's probably been enslaved or like barely living for the past yeah. ten years. Um. But as you guys probably see, so I did share the screenshot in there. And my first thought is, if Tim didn't know it off the top of his head, it's probably not that significant. Um, but I'm talking about Kong. Um, it says, World Government Military Commander-in-Chief. Uh, that seems a lot bigger than a fleet admiral. Dude, um, I don't, I don't know if that's under the five elders or above the five elders. Um, if we're working off of like our commander-in-chief, probably above. Uh, no, it's be- it's below. Okay. It's below. So, I, and because I am just like, I, I it was such a nothing, he, he, he was just like such a nothing rank for me. Like, Commander-in-Chief, I think in this world means more of like, he's the leading enlisted man of the Navy. It's almost like the Sergeant Major, basically. Interesting. And then, and then you have the Fleet Admiral, who's like the officer in charge, and then the Commander in Chief's like the highest enlisted. That's how I'm reading it because Kong is actually a formal f- former fleet admiral himself, so maybe not. But yeah, I mean, it seems like he's clearly in charge of Sengoku. That that's what I'm seeing off of it. Oh, hold on, holding on. Okay, so the Commander in Chief. Sorry, I so because I'm just like so un familiar with the hierarchy of the navy outside of the admirals themselves and the world government uh the so the world government commander-in-chief actually is like a go-between between the fleet admiral and the world government itself so he's like he's like a liaison almost of like the navy wants to do something they have to go through the commander-in-chief who relays it to the world government leaders and then they relay it through him if they're you know so he's the most more like He's the Secretary of Defense, basically. Essentially that, yeah. Like, I'll take it. Sure. Secretary uh, that's, de- as far as as far as I can see, so, um, uh, let's see. <laughs> it was subtle, but I caught it, Duggan. Thanks. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's uh. Yeah, he's like a go-between between the world government and the Navy. Okay. But I, I was just looking up the One Piece wiki because I, I literally have, like, again, I just scanned over it. I was like, oh, Commander-in-Chief, yeah, whatever. <laughs> Big Mom. Papa Tim says I can't go to that wiki. Yeah. No. Ba- there's no, there's no, bad I'm not allowed. No, that, you are banned from that wiki. There's spoilers it's on, on there. It's on my yeah. restricted yeah. sites. Yeah, Which, exactly. I, I blacklisted. Speaking Jokes of spoilers... Uh, oh no! The time skip that we got introduced at the very end of this, I oh, I actually yeah. had that spoiled for me because I've seen character art for the future people like after the time skip, which is like I knew it was coming eventually, but I didn't think that it would happen this soon. This is soon for you. This is five hundred, cha- almost six hundred chapters in. Is that halfway? <laughs> I, I was. I don't know. I guess I was expecting it to be more like in the modern chapters, somewhere around nine hundred. Oh, I see. I see. No. But because I, I knew that it happened, but I didn't know when or what any of the context was, aside from that the characters get new designs, I figured it would be, yeah. like, sooner, as in, like, maybe a year or two ago it happened. That, that's fair. 
Yeah, no, I, and you you did mention it to me that like, oh yeah, I know about the time skip, and I'm just like, ah, it's it, again, it's it's so hard to keep a 30 year old story totally spoiler free. Yeah, I, I just hope that none of like the super duper important stuff gets spoiled. So like, I was really worried that the events of Marine Ford were going to get spoiled for you guys, and they almost were a couple of times. Um, really. Especially with, well, at least with between me and Nate, I mean, we go to that Colossal Con and One Piece was in its resurgence last year. And there were oh. so many aces with, like, there were so many people cosplaying as ace. There was even some people cosplaying as ace, but with, like, a donut over their chest. So they had a hole in their chest. Oh, wow. And, That's fucked up. And then, <laughs> I like, like it. I, like, I was dressed up as a Kanu and was walking around and like everybody ace white beard who was dressed up as ace or white beard was coming up to me and like starting shit and i'm just like uh nate don't pay attention to this uh, <laughs> oh, this is just fun dude I'm, I'm so lit there i don't give a shit what's going on <laughs> yeah and, and yeah thankfully we were wasted for most of it so it didn't I'm matter dressed up but, as dr roxo uh, walking around it doesn't matter <laughs> yeah it was a good it was a good time but anyway yeah there was there was a few times where i was worried that Marine Ford was going to get spoiled, but it was, uh, uh, no, it worked out. I'm glad it did. The time skip again, it's hard to, it's hard to say that like there is no time skip, Like it was hard to pretend that there wasn't one coming because you've seen the redesigns. People have mentioned it in just in passing. Yeah. Like, oh, have you guys got to the time skip yet? Like what time skip? Oh, like, uh, okay. There's yeah, a time skip. Was, There's a time like, skip. There's I had that skip. spoiled for me so long ago when, you know, I'd be like, oh, I don't know how I feel about One Piece. And some people would be like, hey, watch after the time skip then or something. I, I And I was like, I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> <laughs> what What's so wild to me is anybody who's like, oh, just pick it up after the time skip. It's like, but then you miss out on all of the context that, like, made it necessary for there to be a time uh-huh. skip. You know, like... Imagine reading just this past little arc after Marine Ford with or just reading Marine Ford at all without any of the prior context of the last five. Yeah, that'd be confused chapters. as like, hell. Right? It would make literally no sense. And then you're like, time skip. Why do they need a time skip? So like it doesn't make any sense. There's no like there's no build up. You don't get to see Luffy win every fight he's been in to losing five in a row. Um you don't get to see Luffy go from having his entire crew vaporized in front of him to having his brother killed in front of him. It, it just like all this other kind of shit. Like, I don't know. It, it just wouldn't mean as much. So hold up today. If you're one of those people out I'm there, <laughs> <laughs> if you're one of those people out there who tells your friends like, Oh, get into one piece, but you can just start after the time. You're skip. wrong. Stop. Stop doing that in service to your friends, because that is that is definitely a You're wrong, and I don't have any time. <laughs> yeah, exactly. We don't have time. If you're really in a pinch, listen to our fucking podcast. We recap most of what's happening. We have one listener that's <laughs> listening to this instead of watching and instead of reading. They're just listening to this. Oh, good for them. <laughs> Honestly. Does his Honestly. name rhyme with job? I... <laughs> no. <laughs> Does your name rhyme with job? No, it rhymes with Ron. I think if I gave Ron. your name an accent, I could rhyme it with job. <laughs> I yeah, I think anything's possible if you have a bad enough accent. I could rhyme door hinge with orange. We could do it. 
It's orange. Jeez. <laughs> 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 uh, um, so I do. I do want to. I do want to spend a little bit of time uh, in Luffy's backstory, just because we've got a little bit of Luffy's backstory with Shanks and the bandits and how he ate the gum gum and stuff. But this little bit that we get happens immediately after that. He gets in too much trouble, so Garp, you know, carries him by the cheek up to the mountaintop where Ace is living already. Um, and we see, you know, when Ace was a baby, Garp did the favor for Roger, went and found his son, and then just took him to Dedan. I don't know how Dedan owes Garp anything, but, I mean, other than, like, Garp not arresting her and her band of bandits. Um, mm-hmm. I don't know why she keeps looking after these fucking kids for him. <laughs> He's just like, here, here's another brat. And he's like, what? Stop bringing me children. I have an idea. <laughs> Are they former lovers? Is that your idea? Maybe current. Oh. <laughs> Maybe current. That's that's unfortunate for Garp. Yeah. Good for Dan. Unfortunate for Garp. Yeah, I, I like to think of it as uh, uh, Gunny Highway from... Uh, uh, what what what's the movie called? Uh, the Marine movie uh, in the eighties. Shit, Heartbreak Ridge. Am I the only one? Oh, Heartbreak Ridge. Yeah, yeah. he gets back and they, the fucking old lady at the bar is like, "Yeah, you could still curl my toes if you wanted." And <laughs> oh, it, it, he's like forty five and she's like sixty five. But <laughs> oh, I think it's that. Oh no. Yeah. Nice. <laughs> I mean, we'll see. I mean, I don't know. Obviously, obviously, Garp had a partner at one point because he has a kid. He has a son and a grandson. Mm. So, um, I don't know. Either way, uh, somehow he keeps getting to Dan to take all these kids in. Well, just the two, really. Sabo is actually from uh, the neighboring town, uh, Gray Mountain. Yeah. Um, well, he's actually... He's actually an aristocrat, but he pretends to be an orphan because he hates being an aristocrat. Which, uh, good for him. Which, yeah, good for him. He absolutely despises his own people, which is, like, yeah, I would do. Wait a minute, my dad's a such... dick. <laughs> Fuck this, yeah, I'm going to go live in a junkyard. <laughs> <laughs> like fucking cool Honestly, kid. yeah, if, if you would rather live in a junkyard, then I doubt your home life is very good. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's fair. Uh, you're talking to a guy yeah. who used to play in my uncle's junkyard because it was so fun. <laughs> <laughs> so, well, a junkyard is different than like a trash dump. Um, a, that is also a junkyard true. would yeah, be pretty cool. Yeah, but the I mean, I, I, I mean, yeah, I, I don't know. I mean, I've never been in a situation where I had to go dumpster diving uh, without consent. Um, so I, I don't huh. know. I mean, I've been in a few dumpsters in my day. But Radio Shack I've, never sure, consented sure. to my dumpster diving. I'll tell you that. <laughs> yeah, I've never I found anything that I wanted. I got a drone from there once. Only a little tiny. <laughs> okay, that's pretty cool. Yeah, I got that's a not controller. Bad. Yeah, I got a drone. Buy Radio Shack. Yeah. I didn't steal from you. It was already in the trash. <laughs> it was already in the trash. Yeah. You didn't care. But also, you're not even in business anymore. So who? Fucking yeah, that's cares? why I'm just name dropping it. <laughs> <laughs> but I get it. It's not. It's not the worst thing in the world. I mean, I've only ever had to dumpster dive from finding things that I needed uh, that accidentally got thrown away. But 
from my understanding, Duncan, you have experience in this. How much good food did you throw away when you were working at Red Lobster? Um, we donated a lot of it, actually. Really? But a lot of the good food that we threw away was food that people just didn't eat off of their plates. Mm. Anything that... Oh, like it was... Yeah. It was already on a plate? Yeah, I mean, like, pretty much anything that went out of date, and we had, like, you know, there's really strict rules on how long you can keep stuff. Uh, a lot of the stuff, and it, and it's not bad. It's just, you can't keep it for more than three or four days, like thawed chicken, stuff like that. Uh, we would just, oh, we, we, we donated a lot of it. And there's, I'm sure there's like tax incentives and stuff for the business to do that. But it's also, it goes to homeless shelters. I'm pretty sure. If I remember. Correctly. So when I go to red lobster, I'm eating three or four day old chicken. Maybe. Huh? Well, uh, why are you going to Red Lobster and ordering the chicken? That's, <laughs> that's a good point. <laughs> that's a, It's an industry standard, though, just for freshness. I mean, I, yeah, sure. Yeah, I get that. I used to work at yeah. Unnamed Electronics Store, and uh, you already, we used to... Radio Shack? <laughs> no, not Radio Shack. Uh, we, we used to throw out, like, strategy guides and stuff, and, it, like, nothing was wrong with them, and, yeah, so not condoning it, but I definitely... Made sure I picked those back up. <laughs> Bro, the gas the gas station I used to work at, we would throw away so much fucking food. Because we would have, like, the to-go um, warmers and stuff for, like, breakfast sandwiches or lunch sandwiches or something. Mm-hmm. And if they were in there for longer than two hours after being made, there was no, like, hey, cup, you know, hey, employees, just go have that sandwich because it's about to go bad. A, if that was if you if that was the case, you still had to buy it. You weren't just allowed to take it, even if it was about to expire. And B, once it did expire, you had to throw it away. There was no like, oh, let's you know recycle or what? Not recycle, but like you know donate it. It's not that bad. It's only two hours old and it's been heated this entire time. No, it was throw it away. Don't fucking care. Hmm. That's wild. And I was just like, wow, this is what? Yeah, this was absolutely wild. And the fact that I'm like, hey, I'll just eat that. Like, it's about to go bad, and I'm about to take my lunch. Like, can I just have it? They're like, no, you have to buy it. I'm like, you're going to throw it away anyway. Who the fuck cares? <laughs> yeah, right? Anyway. That's the dumb. happiness I've received from, like, being at a place like that, and then, like, you're looking at one of those food items, and you're like, eh, I don't know if I'm going to buy this or not. And then you hear the person behind the counter that's just like, I'm going to throw them away, just take it. And I'm like, fuck yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I love it. Yeah, something like that is fine. And, I mean, you know, trust me, when I worked third shift, we had our share of, you know, food explicit. <laughs> uh, we saved our fair share of food when I worked third shift because nobody ever fucking yep, cared. Yep, I've been there. Pro, pro tip. In the middle of the day, bro, they were dicks. Pro, pro, tip. pro tip, if you have a local bakery nearby, and uh, go check them out near closing time, you'll probably just get a bunch of free bread. Oh, yeah, you will. Because they got to throw it out. They can't let it sit overnight. Yeah. Oh, my God. Nate, we should go to the Oakmont Bakery at, like, right before they close. Yeah, it's, I'm oh, sure yeah, it's probably, probably busy. Actually, but... Yeah, probably a lot. Actually, probably a lot. <laughs> <laughs> free bread is free bread. Well, the, Oak, the Oakmont Bakery is, like, famous around here. It's, like, one of the best bakeries, mm. I think, in the state. And it's, like, yeah, it, it's it's a pretty big deal. <laughs> How did we start talking about this? Oh, that's right. Trash Mountain. Yeah, <laughs> Trash Mountain. Yeah, I, had, it's, I had like... It's literally, it, go ahead, John. I had like seven other points I wanted to make, but I was like, okay, cool. I'm going to let Tim rein this back in at some point. <laughs> I was just going to keep going. Yeah, tra- Trash Mountain's bad. Everybody loves, every, everybody loves Trash Mountain, <laughs> except the aristocrats who are going to burn it down. Uh, with 
with the help of some pirates, and uh, they do that. I mean, you know, Sabo gets taken back to home by his dad, who finds him, and then um, he finds out he has like this creepy younger brother that his parents adopted. Oh my god! Was it was it Shelly or Stelly? <laughs> I don't care. Some shit. <laughs> Fuck that kid. It doesn't matter. Uh, it was it was one of those it was one of those kids where it's like it, it basically was like a Dio in Sabo's life. Where <laughs> oh man, yeah. Shelly was Shelly acts he acts all perfect to the parents, and then as soon as like their backs are turned, he turns to Sabo. He's like, "Just so you know, all your friends are gonna fucking die." Like what? 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 <laughs> man, I thought we were cool, yeah. man. Something about a rich bowl cut. I can't stand it. Can't stand it. Creepy. Yeah. He was was kind of terrifying to look at. I hope he died at some point. I didn't really... I don't know. Well, no, because he was inside the walls, and so the fire didn't didn't reach them. Yeah, but maybe Um, at some point. I don't know. Yeah, how wild. Um, It's it's so funny, because the backstory is, like, important. I guess the most important things that happen in the backstory is, A, they drink the sake cups together, the three brothers. So that's how, like, Luffy sees Ace as his brother. He doesn't understand the difference between, like, you know, blood brother or bond brother or whatever. They drink sake together, boom, they're brothers. That's that's just in his mind. Um, also very funny to see Luffy not have control of his gum-gum powers yet. He tries, like, gum-gum pistol a few times, and he ends up either punching himself in the face or snapping back too hard and falling over. Yeah. Um, just, just... You know, as you would expect from any good backstory, you get to see progression in your main character. It's great. Yeah. Uh, Sabo gets taken back. Uh, Then the night of the fire happens. And I think actually during the night of the fire, Sabo runs into Dragon, which is like, holy shit, what's Dragon doing here? He's like, I'm from here. Uh, Yeah. So Dragon is from the kingdom of Goa. That's the name of the area that they're in basically and um yeah so dragon's there and sabo's like i hate being an aristocrat and then dragon gets all like listful in his mind and it's like this damn world made this boy hate his own people like just you know he's already a revolutionary and now he's just like he sees a a 10 year old kid cursing his own existence uh thanks to the government that he's you know sworn to to hate so yeah I bet you that I bet you that fueled his his motivation there a little bit. Oh that. shit, that's that's a point right there. Um, I think if Luffy ever meets uh, Dragon in the future, Sabo might be with him. Oh, oh, with Dragon. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that that's actually something you just made me think about. I didn't. I could draw see that. That, okay. that would be wild. Huh. Yeah. Uh, that would be, yeah, that would be well. I, I, and again, I would be more curious as to like, okay, how did Dragon get him out of the water after he got blown up by a celestial dragon? Like, we didn't see Dragon anywhere near that incident. Yeah. Because uh, he's dragging, and I'm I'm choosing to believe that he's really powerful. He might not. He just might be like a leader, but... He just... He might be just like a fucking guy. He yeah. might just be a dude <laughs> with tattoos. I don't know. But I'm choosing to believe he's really powerful. Dude's just he's the first guy. <laughs> he's the first guy in anime history who wears a mysterious hood and has tattoos that isn't like secretly. Powerful. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, in fact, that that is that is a point that comes up a little bit later. Uh, back in the present, 
uh, Ivankov after chastising Sanji because turns out Sanji is on uh, Ivankov's island that that they rule over the the commas and everything. I forget the actual name of the island. LGBTQIA plus island. Yeah, that one. Yeah, something like that. <laughs> no. that, that, that wasn't a joke but towards like, the group, by the way. It was just funny. No, that's 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 literally who's on that island. Yeah. Um, it's, it's not like no, uh, it's not Newcomer. I, I can't remember the name. No, Newcomer Land is an Impel. Yeah, I just yeah. thought they re- uh, so renamed this is, it again. <laughs> extra Newcomer. Newcomer. New yeah. No, this is this is OG Comma Land. This is where they that's all what it's come from. Mm-hmm. Yeah, OG Comma Land. <laughs> Um, Gay Punch but, Island. So anyway, <laughs> Ivanka. <laughs> gay Punch Island. It, yeah. God damn it. Big Gay Punch. Big Gay uh, Island. I love it. I love it. Big, 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 big Gay Island. island. <laughs> They're on Big Gay Island. <laughs> oh my god. Um, so after after chastising Sanji because Sanji's like, I'm not a friend to women. I must love them as a man. And I'm like, okay, dude. Um, he calls so Ivankov calls Dragon because Ivankov works in the Revolutionary Army or is part of the Revolutionary Army with Dragon, and he's like, "Hey, sorry about you know them realizing or like Sengoku outing your relationship to Garp and everything. How's the army doing?" He goes, "I think they're more just surprised that their mysterious leader is a human being with a soul." <laughs> and I'm like, "Yeah, that would probably shock the shit out of me too if I found out my leader, my mysterious leader, who I've only ever seen wear a hood." has a father and a son and is like, oh shit, it's just a guy. <laughs> not to mention our our leader might not actually still be alive. He might be a zombie. I'm not sure. I think he's I think he's a walking I think they're weekending at Bernie's Bernie this whole thing. <laughs> oh, no. I think he's in hibernation until he shows up on TV. He's just resting yeah. for those five minute bits. In like a Darth Vader pod. <laughs> <laughs> it's time to wake up, Joe. You have a speech Stas- to make. Yeah. Stasis pod. Yeah. Kamala comes and knocks on the pod. <laughs> time to go, Joe. They have to have uh, they have go, to have cut out the first few seconds of like every public speak because you hear the ear of the fucking coffin. <laughs> 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 Um, so yeah, cool to see a little bit more humanity coming from uh, Dragon, who's been this mysterious character the whole time. He finds Sabo, realizes what the government is doing by burning down Trash Mountain, so he rescues everybody. And it's like, if you have a will to fight, get on this ship, and basically just bolsters the Revolutionary Army's numbers. Yeah! Um, no better way to... Uh, build a revolutionary army than to find those who are about to be burned alive by their own government. Big facts. That's a good way to do it. I Big facts. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, uh, speaking of the revolutionary army, though, we get a little bit of a of a um, revelation in the form of our boy Kuma, who has been like kind of the center of attention in the last couple arcs, other than Luffy. Yeah. Um, dating all the way back to Thriller Bark. Turns out Kuma is a leader in the Revolutionary Army. Uh, not only do we see him in the background while uh, Dragon is is grabbing or getting all the um, people out of Trash Mountain, uh, we see him in the background, but his face is covered. But you can see like his jowls and his chin. Jowls. You're like, that's Kuma. Yeah, that's Kuma. Um, but then turns out uh, when. Kuma first showed up the Sabo de Archipelago to disappear all the straw hats. 
you know, Rayleigh tries to fight him, and he leans into Rayleigh, and he's like, hey, by the way, I'm here to help. I'm a leader in the Revolutionary Army who's led by Luffy's dad. I'm here to help the Straw Hats because they're in danger, and that's why they all get disappeared is because he was like, I, basically it was the only way he could think of to, like, help them escape. Uh-huh. Um, and, like, right towards, so, cool revelation there. Uh, that explains how Ivanka knew Kuma. Like, during the Marineford War, you know, he's like, Kuma, it's me, your pal, Ivanka. And he just gets lasers shot at him. So right. That explains that whole interaction. <laughs> um, and then towards the end, I think towards the end, yeah, it's, um, oh, God, who's that fucking slave driver or human trafficker that Sanji made handsome? I forget his name. Mr. Handsome. He was guarding... Yeah, Mr. Did you say handsome? <laughs> um, handsome Squidward. Handsome Squidward. Yeah, he was like guarding the ship, and then if, and then fucking Kuma shows up at the Thousand Sunny, and uh, Saki, Rayleigh's friend, the bar owner, is like, "Wait, he's on our side, I think." And then it kind of cuts away, so we don't see exactly what happened. But I have a good feeling about that. Yeah. I don't- I have a bad feeling anytime Kuma's on screen just because of everything that his clones have done. True, but remember the tell. The real Kuma, or the original Kuma, is always carrying the Bible. The robots don't do Mm. that. Yeah, I'm just a little bit confused by Kuma. Um, I, I don't know if... I don't know if he's, you know, doing the double agent thing or a triple agent thing. Um, yeah. I, I really, really don't know what side he's actually on. Especially if uh, he really did, like, lose control. Like, he allowed the government to, like, fully robotize him. I, I don't know. It doesn't look like it, but I, I really don't know, like, what the deal is. Yeah. Yeah, even Ivankov is, is confused by talking to the dragon. He's like, I don't know why he would let the government do whatever they want to him, or whatever they did to him. I don't know why he would let that happen. Yeah. And dragon doesn't seem all that too phased about it. He's just like, ah, it's Kuma. He's always kind of been a mystery. Um, That's what you get with somebody that carries a Bible around everywhere they go. Mm-hmm. And is a, hey. and is a bear man. Just knocking on doors, Kuma. Has, what are you doing? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and he has, you know, like the most hand wavy of powers ever. Like literally, the pawpaw fruit is just Oda's way of being like, I need it to be able to do this now. <laughs> yeah. And, and then it does it. <laughs> yeah. Still haven't quite figured out what the bear has to do with this, but no, no idea what that's about. But that's okay. Um, the Coca Cola Bros can do see. anything they want. Oh, big facts. Yeah, the fucking the fucking polar bear. <laughs> <laughs> um, let's see. I'm trying to think. Anything else big happened? Oh, uh, black. Oh, what? Well, you weren't gonna say what I was gonna say, so go ahead. I'll get you after. Okay, I was gonna say uh, Blackbeard captures Jewelry Bonnie, and is gonna turn her over to the Navy in exchange for a ship, but. Akainu is the one who ends up showing up for the transfer, so Blackbeard fucking hightails it out of there. He's like, I'm not ready to take on Akainu yet, so he leaves, and leaves Jewelry Body there to just be taken in by Akainu anyway. Yeah. So, Blackbeard's up to his old fucking tricks. Uh, So his ship broke, because uh, San Juan Wolf, the largest giant ever, yeah, turns out too big to fit on Blackbeard's ship. So, 
I don't know. I, I guess Blackbeard's just now. Blackbeard feels so incompetent in this like little area because like he he essentially killed Whitebeard, was gonna destroy the world, has two devil fruits. Like, did everybody forget about this? And then he's like, uh, yeah, our ship broke. We're kind of stranded here. Oh shit, Acadio, I gotta go. Like, he just seems like way incompetent all of a sudden. Yeah, I, I agree. Yes. I think it has to do with incompetence or something. Or maybe there's, like, a dwell time in between his use of power. Um, because, like, I, I feel like after Marine Ford, like, he shouldn't, theoretically, I mean, he shouldn't really have that bit of reservation to deal with a Kanu. Um, I mean, yeah. it, he might not be able to beat him. But, I mean, I feel like he he wouldn't, after doing that, wouldn't just hightail it away from a Kanu. So, I, I don't know. I feel like there's something else going on. Um, I mean, maybe, shit, I don't know. We talked about, uh, maybe Blackbeard is like two people standing on top of each other's shoulders. Uh, maybe the little one, (laughs) maybe the bottom one's gone or something. I don't know. Um, I don't know. But, uh. He was the same height. Yeah, yeah, he was. Well, maybe he has stilts. I don't know. Um, but, uh, as far as things we didn't mention, so, uh, 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 Sanji, um, or not Sanji, uh, fucking, oh god, uh, sword guy. Zoro? Zoro. Zoro, yeah, Jesus Christ. I keep on thinking Holy Sanji. Shit. Only your, only your other favorite character, but go Yeah, on. he's my favorite character. Um, but yeah, Zoro living with, uh, Zoro living with a warlord, that's kind of cool. Um, oh yeah, with Mihawk. Yeah, with Mihawk, and his whole goal, I mean, like, when he was up and getting ready to leave... Um, he's talking about, like, I still can't beat you. Like, so that, that's fun. I, I, I don't think that, uh, Mihawk is, I still don't think Mihawk's a bad guy. Um, I agree. He doesn't seem like it. I mean, he does agree to train Zoro at the end. So that, that is one thing that kind of reading it a second time was more annoying for me to, to do because all the straw hats see Ace died in front of Luffy, and they're all like, I gotta get out of here, I have to go be by Luffy's side. And then within, like, the same breath, they get the next newspaper that has the 3D2Y message on it, and they're all, then they instantly all turn around and are like, wait, I have to stay here for two years now and train me, because they all just so happen to be in a place that corresponds to their powers. Um, it with, like, Zoro winding up with Mihawk, Sanji winding up in OG Kamaland, uh, Nami in the weather sky area. Robin, curiously enough, winds up in like an enslavement camp that happens to be rescued by the Revolutionary Army. Uh, so she's actually probably going to go meet Dragon from the looks of it yeah. towards the end there. Uh, which is going to be, I hope we get a little dive into that interaction because, I mean, I would love to see more of just Dragon. But yeah, And, and Robin. How's she going to explain that to Luffy? Like, hey, I just spent two years with your dad. I'm your new stepmom, buddy. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> I don't care how many hands you have. Um, I was I was super stoked about everything that happened with Frankie. That was awesome, dude. That, that was, was very so funny. funny. I loved the Frankie exchanges too. Completely blew that one place to high hell, even though they told him not to press the big red button. And then he they fucking said, did don't it. Don't press the big red button. And then so he's like, "Oh, a pirate symbol." And then it explodes, and then you see, like, a ghost of Frankie going, hey, if I hit that button, 
would it be my fault? And like thumbs up <laughs> the camera. <laughs> 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 it was just so fucking Dude, stupid. I love. I have a like, screenshot, <laughs> and then his face. Yeah, yeah. That was about to say. It's just all completely face. blown up. Like I, I have a, uh, I have a meme I found of like Frankie's melted face like that, and he's like staring at the paper, right? Because that's that's like the creepiest one is when he's staring at the paper. Yeah, yeah that, and it just yes. says forsooth. <laughs> <laughs> forsooth. <laughs> I'm pondering my orb. <laughs> oh yeah, my God. yeah, that was, was so great. fucking funny. I, I love Frank. And then, like the the little flavor text is like that incident became known throughout the the people of Future Land's history as the incident. Uh, blah 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 blah. The blah. incident. And then quotes. Yeah. And then later on, he's like talking to people. They're like, "Don't look at us. Your face is too creepy." <laughs> so he puts on a tiger skin rug. And they're like, oh, that's better. And then the rug catches on fire and he runs through town. And it goes, this incident was known as the Flaming Beast Incident among Futureland residents. Mm. <laughs> it's just, Frankie keeps causing all these historic incidents on this poor, <laughs> poor island. <laughs> oh my it's God. much more minor, but we should also mention that Usopp got fat and is now having to work out. <laughs> Usopp got way fat because the island he's on. Turns out the island he's on is like a giant uh, Venus flytrap kind of plant uh, that has a lot of sweet smelling and good tasting stuff on it, allegedly, to attract its prey. And Luffy and this Hercule guy, Hercules beetle guy, live on that island. Yeah, the beetle guy had a really cool design. I liked him. Yeah, he had cool Yeah, he does. Uh, It... And he ends up teach. I mean, you know, when Usopp turns around and is like, "I need to stay," he starts teaching about like the different plants on the island. So we'll see how uh, we'll see how everything goes. Uh, let's see what else was there. Brooke is now in a giant cage, and he's like, "I have to go help Luffy." And so then he goes forty degrees, leaning against the up uh, the cage. Turns out too tough, so he'll do the one thing he can't do, which is just play music. Um, <laughs> I don't know why he does the forty degrees thing, and I just I thought that was forty five degrees. Yeah. He's like, I got, I have to help Luffy forty degrees. <laughs> uh, it's his way of thinking. Uh, and then, yeah, yeah, that's true. Uh, and then Chopper winds up on a seemingly primitive island, but turns out they're like super technologically advanced in medicine on this island. Yeah. So that was, that was cool. That was a nice little swerve. Ama- um, amazing how all these people, especially Chopper, and I'm thinking of it because I'm just realizing, I'm just thinking like how stupid Chopper is. Uh, like, just dumb-wise, not stupid, I like him. Uh, but how they all understood Luffy's message. Like, that, that that's that's a stretch, but it's cool. I don't know. I don't know, it's not that much of a stretch. The last words they heard from Luffy were, meet on the sunny in three days. Yeah. And seemingly impelled down in the Marine Ford arc only took about two. Yeah. So on the third day that they're all trying to leave. Um, now, granted, they're all trying to leave not because it's the third day, but because they saw the ace died and they need to go be with Luffy. They're like, I can't imagine what he's going through without me there. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, so they're all trying to leave and then they see like 3D cross out 2Y and they're like, got it. Yeah, and I mean, you know, Zoro has Mihawk kind of help him along I, the way there. I also think that 
Luffy going back and doing all of that stuff is definitely out of character. And for them to see a newspaper of being like, what the hell is Luffy doing? Why does he have a tattoo? And they look at it, they're like, oh. Yeah. 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 It's a fun little code. And I mean, everybody kind of sees it. So Luffy's attack on Marineford kind of spurs the rest. Uh, we get a little glimpse into the rest of the supernovas, all the rest of the rookies that are over 100 million, all the captains we met at Sabody. Uh, they kind of kick it in the high gear. They're like, we got to get to the new world. And they all just take off. Uh, other than, I think, other than Trafalgar Law, who's like, no, we got we to gotta do basically what Luffy and his crew are doing. We got to wait. Yeah. We got to wait it out. Uh, we're not ready yet. And so it seems like a sprint to the new world. Uh, if the Straw Hats meet up again and they make it over there, they're going to meet probably some of these supernovas who have been there for a while. Uh, maybe they meet up with Law again, who didn't immediately go, so maybe they'll see, like, we'll see how close they are in power and all that kind of stuff. So I, I, I am excited. I'm glad we finally got to this point of the time skip because now us as a podcast can finally rest. Yeah, that's right. We're going to wait two full years before we read <laughs> One Piece again, just like the story. Oh, I get out. That would be <laughs> That would be hell. <laughs> All right, everyone. Uh, guess we'll read some Bleach. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we're gonna take two years and read like Bleach or Naruto or something, and in two and on January. Absolutely not. Today? We're, we're, no, we are recording on January seventh. So January seventh, twenty twenty six, we will record the next One Piece Ooh. chapters. No, what? Yeah, no, that would suck. <laughs> what if Oda would have? I mean, obviously, it would have been a bad idea. But what if Oda? Um, did the time skip and like because the last chapter was uh, titled 3D 2Y um, yeah. what if he did that and then just didn't release another chapter for two years <laughs> well what's funny is so again it's one of those things we don't get to see reading it back he didn't take a two year break but he did go on vacation for like six months oh that's hilarious after, I like that after releasing <laughs> that chapter yeah. now he no he did mention it at the end of the chapter he's like hey just so you know, I'm not going to wait two years, but I am going on vacation for like six months because I've earned it. Uh, so, yeah. And nah. which I mean, he absolutely did earn it. But um. I mean, I guess yeah. if he didn't like put it out there, then people would be at his house. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like, bruh. Yeah. What the fuck? Like, release more One Piece. Yeah. That would. Yeah. That'd be hell. Yeah. Uh, but no, we're we're not. Oda didn't wait two years. We're not going to wait two years. Uh, we're going to plow right through. Unless we get another um, time skip. If we get another time skip, then yes, we are going to take a break. It's going to happen uh, as soon as we catch up to One Piece. Yeah, there's going to be a nice big time skip. Yeah. Oh, man. That is funny. Um, no, not going to happen. So, uh, that's pretty... I mean, that's pretty much all that happens at the post-war arc. We get some... Oh, and, and Shanks, you know, we get to see the memorials and gravestones of Whitebeard and Ace. Beautiful, beautiful little scenery. Mm -hmm. um, really nice. Uh, Shanks obviously worried about Luffy, but uh, he's in good hands. He's with Rayleigh, and he's teaching him hockey. We learn actually. We get officially all three forms of hockey named. There's oh, that's the right. We do. Observation. Yeah, there's the observation hockey, which lets you read your opponent's movements. Like it's almost like seeing in the future, but it's more just like you're anticipating more than anything else. There's the uh, armament hockey or the color of arm something. I forget exactly what Rayleigh called it. 
because the translations are different between Funimation and, and, and stuff. So Armament Hockey is what allows people to hurt Devil Fruit users. So, like, that Sentamaru guy who hurt Luffy in the Paramount War, like, punched him and hurt him. Yeah. He was using Armament Hockey or Color of... Oh, fuck, I forget what it's called. Color of Gun. Yeah, something like that. But <laughs> it's what allows people to harm Devil Fruit users, including Logia types. Uh, and then the last one, Color of the Supreme King, is what Luffy has demonstrated time and time again of just being able to overwhelm a weak-minded opponent Yeah, uh, through sheer like force of will. Mm-hmm. Uh, we get a demonstration of all of it on a helpless elephant. And uh, I think, yeah, the last scene we see is Luffy putting the straw hat on a rock and saying, I'll be back in two years, and then goes off into the woods with an old man. <laughs> He puts the straw hat on a rock and says, you are the captain now. (laughs) (laughs) You're going to be king of the pirates. Uh, (laughs) Oh, man. So, yeah, that's pretty much it. So, fellas, um, unless there's something else you guys wanted to bring up, any moments that we didn't talk about? Uh, I think we're really going to see Captain Rock flourish. (laughs) I'm excited to see where where Straw Hat Rock takes us. (laughs) Me too. I had a I had one last point and I can't remember what it was. I'll try to remember. Well, uh, bring it up during your final thoughts if you remember. Let's let's get on with that. I'll get us started. I I don't really know what's going to come next in terms of the time skip. Obviously, it's going to happen, and I kind of know what the characters look like, but it doesn't. It didn't seem like there was a whole lot of lead into where or what they're going to be doing next because. Like, originally we thought we were going to go to Fishman Island next, but I don't know if that's going to be in the question anymore. So I'm, I'm I'm mostly curious just to see where they go next after reading all this. And uh, to see, yeah. like, what kind of new powers they all have. That That's an, another thing I'm super excited for. Mm, hell yeah. Oh, I remember, finally. Nice. <laughs> um... Hey everybody, my name is John, and these are my final thoughts, Uh, and I'll leave it open for a little bit of dialogue afterwards, if it's needed, but my final thought that I just remembered um, was that as soon as we, like, uh, started going into the, like, time skip preparation, we started talking about hockey and stuff, um, I kind of figured it was going to be another situation where, like, the main character gets this ability so therefore everybody also conveniently gets this ability or an understanding of this ability um i kind of feel like that's where this is going um don't know for sure which that's not necessarily a bad thing i get it like everybody has to level up a little bit but um that- we did see we did see kobe has a the form of hockey that's what had him like hearing all the voices yeah. of people dying all at once and oh stuff. yeah I think it was right uh, I think that's a form of observation hockey. Yeah. Yeah. It's just that, like, as soon as we started talking, like, we've really, really increased the uh, dialogue about hockey lately. And uh, I was, I figured, like, during this time skip, everybody's going to be at least exposed to it, if not start mastering it with Luffy, which that's okay. I mean, that's how we get a level up. Um, So that, that. It's, it seems like the next logical step is just, okay, you guys have your devil fruits. You learned how to use them. Now you need hockey. Yeah. And for like the non-devil fruit users, it's like, hey, you have your weapons. Now you need hockey to 
to keep up. Yeah. But we'll see if every if everyone gets it or only a few or anybody else other than Luffy, we'll see. Yeah, because like even somebody like Shanks, I don't even know if he has a devil fruit. Um like I, I yeah, he might, but I don't know. I just know his hockey is really strong and he's a scary guy. Uh, but all right. Well, we knew he we knew he doesn't when Luffy was a kid because he swam to save Luffy. So he didn't then. Yeah. Yeah. That's oh, true. that's a good point. Um, and that means Rayleigh doesn't have a devil fruit either. No, because he swam to Amazon. Yeah, he swam true. like a thousand miles. <laughs> true. Swam as well. Um, okay. Yeah. But uh, summary of final thoughts. Uh, it's worth a read. Uh, as far as backstory goes, it's um, it. it it's good in between, and we knew that we were going to, I mean, when we had the highs of Marine Ford, we have to have a little bit of low, but it was it was a worthwhile read. Um, I enjoyed it, and uh, I really hope we don't see everybody's, like, training regimen. I kind of just hope we go through it. We just get to the, uh, to the rally point, and let's just move on. Um, but it is what it is either way. All right. I enjoyed it. Yeah. I enjoyed it. My final thoughts... Are, gentlemen, we're halfway. This is, this is, I've been wanting to get to this, like, two-year gap thing to know what happens next, and I feel like we have, we've set up everybody. I'm ready to see some new fighting stuff. I'm ready to see some wacky zany powers. There's a lot coming up. I, I can't wait. I think it's gonna be, I think it's gonna be fun. A lot of fun. Um, yeah. I'm ready for more tears. (laughs) <laughs> can confirm more fun and more tears incoming oh boy um also can confirm we're technically over halfway because i think chapter 1103 just came out and that's we're a little bit we're closer to the end of the beginning i think by the time we point. get there wow. this is halfway that's how i feel maybe yeah with, with how many chapters this might end up being the new halfway point what if we're um, only a fourth of the way done <laughs> oh my god <laughs> we're gonna be doing this till we're like 40 Yikes. Oh, I mean, if that's what it takes. Oda's got to go to As long as something. you're having... F- I'll say, as long as we're having fun doing it, I don't care. <laughs> but Oda, I think, is going to go to bed uh, soon. He has to sleep someday. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, uh, fellas, that's that's going to do it for us this week. Um, before we get into our socials and stuff, Duncan, what are we reading next week? Next week, we are going to be reading Jujutsu Kaisen. Yay! It's a popular anime. I think a lot of people are already familiar with it. Um, but we can we can explore that more next week after we all read chapters point one through eighteen, which is like kind of a mini precursor arc. Is point one, point two, point three, point four chapters, and then one through eighteen is what is alleged the first arc of the manga. I awesome. I can't wait. Yeah, I've, I am one of the few people in this world who are not familiar with Jujutsu Kaisen. I, I've heard of it. I've I've seen promotional material for it, but I don't recognize any of the characters from it. So same here. Uh, yeah, should be fun. I think I think we're the three people in the world that don't know anything about it. I think Duncan knows a little bit. Yeah, I've I've watched uh, some of the anime anime a while ago. But I, it's been so long, I've forgotten a lot of it. So at this point, I thought I heard Nate say he didn't know much about it. I meant I, I had John strange Nate. exposure to oh. it, but I was actually going to touch on that next time. Next time, let's do it oh, next oh, time. Okay. I thought Nate let's was like the original time. advocate of it. Okay, uh, I didn't it know is that. good. I've watched it. Yeah. I don't remember. It's good. Oh yeah, I don't know. Okay, 
But, all right, uh, Nate, what's our uh, social situation looking like Social here? situation, um, so super happy to announce that uh, probably by the time this is airing, um, hopefully all of our YouTube episodes up to date will be out. I'm going to try my best. Yeah. Because um, I fixed my laptop. But, um, yeah, so check that out on YouTube. Should be having all those shorts up. Um, I know we're lacking in the TikTok department, but uh, it's because, frankly, I don't really like TikTok. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's um, fair. But, yeah, we got, check out our Facebook. We got our Reels on Facebook. Follow us there. We got Patreon. We got, I mean, we are recording in our exclusive pa- uh, Patreon Discord as we speak. Um, yep, where we are yeah, active. We, yep, we are active. We got Brooke as the moderator, and it's hilarious. Um, <laughs> and, yeah, listen to us on wherever you like to listen to podcasts. We got Apple, iTunes, Spotify. Check everything out. We love you. YouTube yeah. coming soon. Uh, rate us on each of those uh, listening platforms, too. Oh, yeah, and help. email us at that uh, one time we read manga gmail.com with, like, only positive true. energy. No, <laughs> you can say whatever you want. We're hey. going to roast you if you're yeah. wrong. <laughs> we'll roast you if you're right. Just, Fuck you. We'll roast you. <laughs> yeah. Be prepared. We're probably just going to roast you. <laughs> That's it. Oh, and also, if you subscribe to the Patreon, you get your name read at the end of the episode. Which is just what I was going to get to. So, as Nate mentioned, we have a Patreon, and as of recording, our first three patrons, nobody will ever be able to take it away from these three people. They are our first three in history. So we want to shout out especially uh, Discord user Allison Grimoire, uh, Pineapples, and Nifty Nutmeg. Thank you three so much for being the first on this bandwagon. Uh, we hope – your support means the world to us. And, uh, yeah, it, it's just – it's crazy that you guys believe in us like this. I love it. Um, if you want your name read at the end of the episode or want to join our Discord, as Nate said, we have Patreon. It's what? Patreon.com slash that one time we read. Correct. Manga, right? It's just, it's that yep. easy. Uh, so, yeah, go ahead and uh, go ahead and do that. It's only a dollar a month. We we don't have any higher tiers because we don't have any extra content yet. 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 Uh, as we... As we start figuring out what that extra content's going to be, we might introduce a $3 tier in the future, but we'll cross that bridge when we get there. So in the meantime, thank you all so much for listening to that one time we read manga. Enjoy your week, and we'll see you next Monday. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye. Allison's the best. Bye.